So here's another podcast about movies Burn After Watching Welcome everyone to the Burn After Watching podcast Hey, hey, hey I am Bordelaine I'm Mary And today we have a very special ooh, episode ooh, ooh. Our top five oh. best movie of 2023 it's been a tough couple weeks trying to narrow it down. It's such a good year for film. It's a great year for film. You didn't want to tell me your top yes. five. So it's a surprise for me today. And I did not tell you my top five as well. Yes. Until yesterday, I was still debating. It's really uh, been a great year for film. Are you ready? Before we get started, follow subscribe. Us. <laughs> follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We have it all. We're everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, not Facebook. So check us out and subscribe. We appreciate it. Let's just get go, started go, with go, this. Go. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to name my top five movie for 2023. Four things. Oh, last position. I mean, last. It's been okay. very hard. To be honest, there's at least two or three movies I could put in there and for me, Poor Things was just such, it's such a pleasure to see a master at work. Someone that is such in control of his heart, his vision. I love the the music choices, the visual, the performance are out of this world. It's a great adventure. It's a great story. It's just a great film. It really takes you somewhere else for two hours. I do have little things i don't like we already talked about it in our last episode check it out if you want to hear more regardless it's still a great film and it has to be in my top five i love it that's yeah good. surprise yeah. well yeah a little bit surprised i thought maybe it was going to get to get in your top three yeah um but i know that you've loved other movies so and as you said this was hard it was hard yes so i'll go with my fifth position and you'll you're gonna be surprised for sure Oppenheimer. <laughs> what a great, great, great film. Such an important uh, story. What's the name of the main actor? I can never remember his name. Cillian Murphy. He did an amazing... Or Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. <laughs> he killed it. <laughs> he did an amazing job. And when I came out of that movie, I kept thinking about it for so many weeks and how it changed literally everyone's lives. I, I loved it. I loved it. But it's such a, a pressing film for a three-hour runtime. It moves along very quickly and the music, it's keeping the pace. Great soundtrack, yeah. And um, just, I think in terms of assemble, um, the number of actors are delivering great performance. Yeah. I, I think it's just Emily Blunt is amazing there. Obviously, Killian Murphy, like you said, but uh, Robert Dunney Jr., you know, doing yes. a, the type of role we'd never seen before. And yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's a great pick. I, I love to see that in your top five because for a while I was like, <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. it. I was expecting it not to make it. And we talked about this, but the fact that we've seen this movie earlier on yeah. in the year, you really have to kind of put in perspective when you saw it and kind of go back to that feeling you had when you went, came out of the theater. And I remember the day because we went to see oh, yeah. uh, Barbie as well. The Barbara same and I remember yeah. we did the, 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 the whole, the, both the movies in one day. I can't remember a moment where there was such 
a hype yeah. and people wanting to go to theater, people dressing in black, people dressing in pink. We it had was an event. Okay, number four. <laughs> Salt burn. <laughs> no! I oh freaking love Salt I burn. Know. I, I think poor things in Salt burn could switch depending on the day. Whoa! But I, I know you have your problem with it and I, I don't think I everything do. is perfect. Um, it's still kind of just a four out of five for me. There's definitely things there that need to, that could have been improved, but it was such a good, fun ride. I think visually, I, I was just so impressed with some of the choices, the shots, all the mirror. Very creative. I, I just loved, you know, Barry Keoghan. I love the story. I love that it's twisted. I love it goes places where other films don't want to go. The end sequence it's just something that you cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah. But we I, keep listening to that song Murder on the Dance Floor since we've seen it. I've always loved that song, but the final scene is delicious. <laughs> it, I just love it. And, and it's one of those films that people need to talk about it. You've seen it. You want to talk about it. And I love that it's getting discovered now that it's on Amazon Prime. People are watching it. It's, it's very much you like it or you hate it. I think it's a solid film with solid performance. It's my number four. <laughs> I'm surprised, but not at the same time, because I know you loved it. And I know you thought it was so different and refreshing, beautiful visual as well. And honestly, we love Barry Keoghan. Yeah. He's, he did an amazing <laughs> job. And I can't wait to see him in uh, The Joker. Okay, my number four, you're going to be really surprised about this, is anatomy of a fall whoa i was i was not expecting that at all yeah so i love the performance of sandra huller in that movie she's great she's cold she's sensitive but indifferent at the same time and i really love all the court aspect i know that you thought it was a little bit long but i really enjoyed it and the the miniatures of the crime scene and trying to figure out what happened. Is she guilty? Did she murder him or not? And I love the, the specific scene when she says, stop, stop, stop. I, I did, did not, not kill, kill him. him. <laughs> and I love the aesthetic of the film, even though it's very minimalistic and cold for a moment. It was not in my top five anymore, like I'm saying. But then I look back at it and how I felt about it and it was different. It was nice. I, I enjoyed my time. I would definitely rewatch it. I'm, I'm very surprised. I mean, I agree it's a really well-made film. I just have too many things that... And, and maybe my expectations were too high or I was expecting a, a true crime investigation. I actually, I heard something that really kind of made me rethink how I see the film. Someone had mentioned that they could have just started with the courtroom and kind of as the courtroom unfold unfold you, the story you flash back to the moment and make it more dynamic because here you have a, like a very big chunk of story um that kind of like goes on and on and on yeah uh, for all the context to be there but you know i understand that they didn't want to do the traditional kind of structure yeah that, that they could have went for and I, I still agree that the performance are great across the board the dog including <laughs> the, the yes. dog included and uh, really great actor that that dog <laughs> boy as yeah, well as Milo. great so yeah top wow. four wow 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 number I, three number three for me is Oppenheimer oh yes listen Christopher Nolan 
you knew you would get something really well made technically uh it's just incredible like i mentioned before the pacing is awesome it's driving you it's pushing you to the next scene the music the the visual um effect you know they, they're not technically cgi but the visual effect are kind of helping you move and visualize some of the very complex uh, things they're talking about while they didn't dumb it down right they wanted to be realistic they wanted to make sense they wanted to be accurate they didn't dumb it down but it did help you and held your hand a bit through that but i think it's definitely a film that watching it multiple times you'll get a lot of reward from that. What did you think of Albert Einstein? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it's just funny. Just a joke. But but I think it's it, it was I, odd. I, I liked it, but I liked it because it was in that time. What a huge moment in history to take on. And he did an amazing job. Yeah. It's and incredible. It's a masterpiece. Sign me on for anything. If you can make Oppenheimer, a three-hour-long black-and-white historical drama, interesting, he can make anything interesting i'll be there i'll be watching i agree and i feel that that movie uh as we said before made people want to go to the yeah. theater with barbie as we we talked and that's such a positive thing it's that's, a tough thing to do i agree <laughs> so but i was expecting you to maybe have it in your top two top three for me eh? yes third position is monster Woo! monster is beautiful movie with mm. important subject and very well made because as we spoke before in another episode it it kind of rewinds you three times so three different perspective and that was so well done it was brilliant it was touching it was It really moved me. And we had seen Shoplifter from the same director before. Yeah. I always forget his name. Corrida. What he said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, I, I, I just discovered his work this year. And I'm so thankful. I love his vision. I love his work. It's even though it's like, even if the subjects are really important and can be sad. Yeah. It's such, it's so... Tender. Yes, tender, soothing at quiet. the same time, yeah. quiet. I cannot decide whether or not I loved Shoplifter or Monster the most, but in third position for me is Monster. It's a great film, uh, and I'm gonna—I'm not gonna even gonna wait because my number two oh, is Monster. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna—I'm gonna—I'm gonna do it for you. Monster is better than Shoplifter <laughs> for me. It's—it's it's a no-brainer. Monster is. Like you said, it's gorgeous. It's it's beautifully quiet and tragic at the same time. So smart. The the narrative structure is amazing. The screenplay is awesome. I love spending time with those characters. I love spending time into this world. And I, you I even just cried. Yeah, like I one of the the biggest punch for me this year in a theater was the trombone scene in Monster. It it just it just totally hit me and it was beautiful and it was touching and i loved everything about this film i love the performance i love the way they capture the life of kids and i love the imagination of kids being represented through the film as well so top two okay <laughs> my top two is may december <laughs> what a great movie i still am 
thinking about this story. Natalie Portman is amazing in this movie. Julianne Moore as well. I love how you keep thinking of what is true, what is false be, uh, with the acting part. Is she acting? Is, is it the real her? Who's taking advantage of who? What a great movie. I loved it. I, I just loved it. I love a movie that doesn't end when the movie ends. You know what I mean? It's just, yes. it actually continue or even like totally redefine itself over time. And, and this is the type of film that that should continue to be made, even though it's probably not the film that makes the most money. It's just like, you, you want to go back into it. And, even and it doesn't give you all the answers. You know, yeah. you have to figure out for yourself yeah. what's the meaning and even the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. It was very different. We yep. talked about the whole... Like TV drama kind of parody. I like that. A yeah. And it made it a little bit lighter because the yeah. story is quite heavy. And when you get to see Natalie Portman, oh my Julian God. Moore in the same film at the top of their game, it's you can't pass that. It's just... They, they're both amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get over it. <laughs> it, it, it. This was one of the movie that was battling for number five. And Porting just had the visual. Oh, so May December is not in your top five? No, it's not. Woo, baby! What's your number one? F let's finish. Okay, this up. just just what? Okay, so your your fifth position is Poor Things. Porting. Saltburn. Oppenheimer. Monster. Monster. And my number one film of the year is The Holdovers. Oh, Listen, baby, you loved it. When you give me a story where you're just following characters in their everyday life. It just feels like you knew, like you know those characters for years, and you're gonna continue knowing them for years. It's this when a screenplay is so well fleshed out that people feel real. You, yes, it doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't have to be a big adventure. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be a crazy story. You just feel for them, and I know that actually the director has been really un unhappy that people call it cozy. Or oh. a Christmas film because mm. he said there's such tragic things in happening with those characters. I don't understand why someone would believe it's cozy, but I think the the setting of you know uh, New England in the 70s in the winter over Christmas time is just nostalgic. Even though I wasn't born, I think it's because it's over Christmas time uh. and it's the holdovers. Paul Giamatti, Giamatti, <laughs> what's his name? Giamatti. Giamatti. He's at the top of his game. Best performance. Best performance. He's great. And can we talk about the young... Dominic Salsa? Yes. His... Yeah, his first... Salsa? One. Salsa. 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 Dominic Sessa. Sessa, yeah. He, it was his first performance ever. ever. He was discovered doing theater at school. And apparently... He's amazing. Alexander Payne has been looking for the right actor for years. And even um, Mary, her uh, the role, yeah. uh, Mary's role, uh, sh she she could win Best Supporting Actress. She was amazing. She really tied in their little trio of strangers building a connection, kind of being forced to build a connection. And everybody has their own struggles and then they understand each other, helping each other out. It was, it, it's true that it's a, it's kind of a comforting yet dramatic movie. It, it's, it's funny. You follow a, a, a bunch of somewhat broken human 
and kind they, of. they find comfort into each other even though they all imperfect and they help each other and that's why i like it's like just real people with normal problems just finding uh comfort into each other and that that's why for me it's a comfy movie it's just i loved it it, it is tragic it is sad at time but it, it's also just comforting to to see people going through everyday lives issues and and just supporting each other visually as well can we talk about it they I, used cameras uh, from the time cameras um, from the 70s it's attention to detail the costumes the music and and if there's one film in in all the film we in this top five that could make into a top 20 or even maybe a top 10 of all time for me it would be the old overs i think with enough rewatch with enough time spent into that film this is the type of film that to me could be a top 20 top 10 movie of all time i just loved it and i can't wait to rewatch it every christmas at a minimum most likely multiple times a year i'll be there with you baby <laughs> boo it's not in my top five but it's definitely in sixth position i i it's in my honorable mentions i will talk about it a little bit later but i think we said everything so my top one i think you can guess it's poor things I actually forgot that you didn't put poor things yet. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely adored poor things. Visually, it is absolutely gorgeous. All the costumes I Ooh, yeah. need to own, <laughs> every single outfit. Emma Stone is incredible. And even uh, something that I didn't realize and what makes it even more great is when we watched Director on Director, it was Yorgos Lantimos talking to... Harry Hester. Yes. And he mentioned that one of the things that was complex to this movie and that made the movie great is it wasn't shot in order. So Emma Stone, they had to break down every stages of her development because she's not talking or walking the same way she had to go back and forth between all the stages and i didn't think about it yeah but now that i think of it i'm like wow what a great performance because there's major differences in all those stages yeah and, and the fact that you don't realize is how, like, how good she is yeah it tells you it's like editing right when you don't see it it means it's it's really good yeah and they they even mentioned so i think they said that they broke the the, the film in 12 stages and they even said that amazon went step further and within each stages made subtle little adjustment to really make it a a a natural organic growth across the film and the fact that they didn't shoot the film in order makes it so much more complicated for her to know, okay, this scene is here in the film, which means this is where I'm at. She's amazing. Wow. She is amazing. And just the whole adventure, the whole journey, the fantastic world they created in which you recognize Lisbon or Paris, but it's it's twisted. It's, yeah. it's so colorful. Um, gosh, I loved that movie. I think it's genius. I think it's bold. I think it's different. I love Yorgos Lantimos. What a great thinker I, i i was mind blown we sat down and <laughs> talked for 10 minutes on a, on a chair i loved it there's a few film that i want to mention i know you have a few that you want to mention those are the film that if let's say we made a top 10 maybe they could have make it in killer of the flower moon great film important film it was great i think scorsese is still very very much a great director and and i'm happy that he's still making film loved it the killer by david fincher 
probably the movie I watched the most that came out this year, three or four times. May, December. I really, really liked May, December. Uh, it was also battling for number five. Godzilla minus one. Just what a great film. I freaking cried. Are You There? God, it's Margaret. A film that came out super early, but it was just super touching and, and super nice, super funny. We didn't love much comedy this year, and this is one of the comedy that actually made me laugh a lot. And the last thing is Bottoms, another comedy that I really, really laughed. And it was just a good time. Honorable mention for you, love. Yes. Um, Godzilla, of course. I had no expectation whatsoever. It was such a good time. I cried. My mom <laughs> loved it. We had a good time. The Holdovers, as I mentioned, it really was close with Anatomy of a Fall. I loved the movie, as we said. Okay. Bo is afraid. <laughs> Listen, Bo is afraid. I know, I, I know, okay? The, the whole story is messy. There are some parts that I didn't love, but it was so creative. And I love Joachim Phoenix in that movie. I have to put it in honorable mention. It tried. It tried something different and I liked it. The Killer, The Killer was a great, great movie. Had a good time. Iron Claw that we saw recently, I love Zac Efron in, in that movie. I love also that it's a true story. I didn't know about it. I had a good time. Final scene of Saltburn. Just that scene <laughs> needs a mention. Are you there? God, it's Margaret as well. I loved it. Okay. Worst or most disappointing movie yes. of the year. I will go with Napoleon. Mm. I had such high expectations. It let me down. I was bored. It was long. Uh, I love Joaquin Phoenix, but uh, unfortunately, I don't think he was at its best. He no. he may be true. I guess yes. Are you are you excited still for Gladiator 2? because it's coming out next year? I'm excited, but it will probably never be as good as the OG. <laughs> and another movie that disappointed me. I know some, like I think it's very half and half here, but a lot of people enjoyed it. Asteroid City for me. Yeah. Uh, we're just okay. It was pretty visually and it did some things that were cool, but I'm just kind of tired of the the style, I think. The Wes Anderson style. Gosh, yeah. Well, let's go into my worst movie of the year because my least favorite film of the year is The Wonderful Story of Andrew Sugar, oh. which is a <laughs> it's a freaking audiobook with images. Character talking to the camera, telling you what the story is for 40 minutes and the other film that i watch which really made me sad um that was bad and sad it's uh peter pan and wendy with david it's directed by david laurie i didn't watch that no I, I watched it um i don't remember when i think you were in barcelona it's the director of the green knight mm. it's the following film after the green oh, knight so boy. i was really excited it's just a retelling of peter pan and it sucked ass it was so bad <laughs> And that's it for the worst movie. I didn't like Bo's Afraid. I still think it has value in the first 30 minutes are awesome. Okay. So our friend Dan, he uh, also did his top five. And yes. I can't wait to hear him. Yes. Let's go. Hello. This week's review will be the top five films of 2023. In no particular order. Oh, no it starts off with The Holdovers. Woo! Um, Woo a movie about uh, kids being left during the holidays that are picked up by their parents uh, to go home or anywhere during the holidays um, 
really great performances by Paul Giamatti and the detective from Only Murders in the Building. Um, good comedy, some drama, you will cry. Iron <laughs> Claw, as a huge oh, wrestling oh. fan, um, in the 90s and early 2000s, there's a lot of connection between um, this story about this very... Um, tragic family and it really tore me to pieces um <laughs> watching uh, these brothers fall underneath the pressure of being successful mm. um saltburn uh, it might be surprising but it's just such an original story yes i think you have it uh under wraps in terms of what's gonna <laughs> happen but just really punches you um really in your taste buds it's, it's very uh exotic um, <laughs> and just uh, just just kept me on my toes you just didn't you just don't know what barry kogan is gonna do and uh, ben. He's, he's a gross little short king um past lives oh, uh, oh we haven't we seen past see another gut punch jess something I think so cried. tragic about um love and mm. just the timing of how things happen in your life and We're really exploring it. fate yeah. i just thought it was a really um, well-rounded film um and lastly um spider-man across the, mm. the spider-verse a lot of people um, said that yeah it, still haven't watched it watched it early on in the year but it's just an, such a interesting take on the spider-man storyline um, great animation the effects great voice acting and just a all-around um, cliffhanger i didn't expect it to be a two-parter but just a fantastic film um, and a great series to watch if you haven't watched already so those are my top five of 2023 i wonder if he saw poor things uh i think he wanted to go see it i, I don't know if he actually did that's a great top five i really want us to watch past lives yeah past life mm -hmm. that, that's the one i think that um That one and um, Spider-Man Across yeah. the Spider-Verse. But we haven't seen the first one into the Spider-Verse, I think. Yeah, we so, have to watch it. Yeah, we are behind for those two. I think we should because it's probably going to be nominated for A Best Animation. A lot of people animation. Uh, mentioned those, that, well, that movie in their top 10. Yeah, um, definitely something. I'm surprised Godzilla is not in his top mm, five. You might have seen it, it after okay. his top five was recorded. Maybe. Thank you, Dan. And maybe you guys could let us know what yes. is your top five. Uh, you could comment on, on YouTube, YouTube, on Instagram. I'd be really curious. I love hearing people's top yes. five, even top ten. It's fun. I think it would have been easier for me. I, I kept asking Alex, you know, babe, maybe we should do a top ten. It would be easier. <laughs> Alex was like, that's too easy. You need to yes. pick five movies. I do like a top five because it forced you to make decision. Honorable mention can still exist. I feel like top ten. Sometimes you end up being like, uh, like for me, a top 10 means that some film I would have been like, like I need a film to have in, in, in number nine and 10, mm -hmm. yeah. even though I would never say it's one of my favorite films. I of the agree. Year. Yeah. So that's why I think a top five is more mm, mm -hmm. to the point. Thank you for being with us all of 2023. Thank you for being with me. We will see you in two weeks with another episode and we're going to continue doing more episodes. There will be also now videos dropping on the YouTube channel. Subscribe now on YouTube if you want to see some of that. Find us everywhere else if you want to listen to the podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and obviously social media. We are there as well. And happy new year, you guys. See ya. Love ya. Bye.